This is the Generation Gaming Podcast, episode 75. I'm your host, the Jack of Hearts. And <laughs> with me this week, as always, Tyler and Jake. So, Tyler, how you doing? Huh? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, cannot wait. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> he's like, he's, I'm, delicious. I'm doing good. Uh, turkey Not and ham. at all. With uh, pie, <laughs> mashed potatoes, um, gravy. Uh, high C orange. It's gonna be there too. Football. I'm sorry. I'm I'm daydreaming about Thanksgiving. Oh. I'm doing pretty good, man. <laughs> Happens. Uh, just been playing a lot of games. You know, working a lot. Same old, same old for me. You know how it yeah. is. Drinking a delicious uh, Stone IPA. Oh, that sounds great right now. I wish I had a little bit of Coca Cola. Sakovic. Yep. Drink my whiskey. Oh my god. I have Jack Daniels in front of me and it's staring at me in its delicious gloriness. Yeah, I just had an eggnog shake not too long ago. That was so good. <laughs> I was, I were talking about alcohol. Man, I'm loving McDonald's milkshakes right <laughs> yeah, now. I know. <laughs> they bring all the boys to the yard, I heard. I can't. Like, did you seriously get that milkshake at McDonald's? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> it's actually pretty decent, I think. <laughs> but I like the should, shamrock shake. Oh, come on. Don't ever drink a milkshake from McDonald's. Why? Oh, they're so good, though. No, they're not. Life lessons from Jake. What? Okay. Our turkey. Special guest <laughs> star, Jack and Bob. I like how both of you are just silent. While she's just talking with it. like, it's like, okay, what's this? This is, this is going to be gold right here. It's like, and I hear turkey. <laughs> okay. Uh, but ser- ser- seriously, the rare, turkey? the rare guest star, Jack's mom. <laughs> she's a guest star. Bring her on the show. We can no. talk. We can talk about the preparations to make a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, you go make the turkey. We'll have your mom on the show. <laughs> The turkey's already made, actually, and I just ate some of it this afternoon. <laughs> you fucker. You son of a bitch. Well, that's... You're fired. Get out. <laughs> Bring your mom here now. But you know what? It's, I've been hearing that the same thing about McDonald's stuff, too, even from, like, uh, like our, our acquaintance, you know, Mike Sutton and stuff like that. One of our friends. <laughs> so there's some good in McDonald's? Ugh. Well, anyway, Jake, what have you been doing? Oh, sitting around. I watched. I went through ridiculously fast on Sword Art Online, and I thought, "Oh my god, that I could not stop watching that show." I even stopped playing Pokemon, which was my whole premise of actually watching that show. <laughs> and one addiction to another. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like well, the first couple, like the first two episodes, like I was playing Pokemon through. Then uh, it's like, oh shit, that was awesome. Save, quit, dedicate, and went plow, plow through it. <laughs> I haven't actually been playing anything else except for Pokemon, which is uh, kind of saddening with all those games that just came out. Hey, hey, Jake, Jake. <sighs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what type of stone are you drinking? IPA, man. Just, IPA. just regular IPA. Yeah, they don't have they don't have like ruination or anything like in six packs here. Did I drink that arrogant bastard last week? Yes, yep. you did. God damn it! <laughs> you were drinking on the podcast, I thought. Yeah, I, I was. I remember now. I remember being pissed at you while I was editing because I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> God, drink my water bottle. All right. Well, let's pretty much get into what we've been playing. So. I'm gonna go ahead and what, wait. What? What have you? What have you been up to? Oh me. Oh, you know I've just been besides cooking a turkey. Tur- besides making a turkey, yes. <laughs> well, I didn't make the turkey. I ate the turkey. Fighting around the world, but uh, fucker. You know I'm doing all right. I've just got through with uh, well a certain college stuff. I'm gonna be having like a little bit of a concert, like uh, at a tree lighting ceremony or some on Saturday, and like another like a winter concert or something like that. Another week or two from now. But uh, I've been mostly playing. I've just been mostly playing like Pokemon Ruby. Oh, no, Omega Ruby. Nice. So you got Ruby as well, huh? Yeah, I think all three of us did. <laughs> yes, we did. And we all picked the I same figured you would. I, I figured you'd be the... Really? You picked Torchic as well? <laughs> all of us wanted to pick <laughs> we, the fire Oh, Star. God. <laughs> You know, it's not. I didn't really want to pick the fire starter. It's but mainly because I didn't like the, I didn't like the grass starter, and uh, I'm not a real fan of my big, big fan of Mudkip. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going with Blaziken again. <laughs> well, normally I would uh, generally go forth and buy both games though, but I only had enough money to really get one, so I just went with uh, the one I wanted to get, which was Ruby. So end up doing that. <laughs> But we'll speak a little bit more until, you know, a little bit further on when we go into what we've been playing. But, uh... You just said we were going into what you've been playing. (laughs) I know, right? You could seamlessly But anyway, what I wanted to say instead of uh, repeating myself... (laughs) Tyler, since you pretty much have some newer types of games, both you and Jake... (laughs) I'm going to have you start first, Tyler. Okay, um... More of the same for me a little bit this week. Uh, more far. I don't know why I'm stretching. Like I'm about to, like prepare for like battle. Oh yeah. I'm, like, I'm, oh I'm yeah. Doing like these weird like arm stretches. I'm about to it's go weird. knock me a freaking honey badger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, fuck those things, man. Seriously. Go at them with um, a fucking knife. I dare you. Oh God. Um, but uh, but playing more Far Cry Four. Um, really, I can't say more, nothing more like more higher praise than it's Far Cry Three, but into like a Tibet right. setting. So, I mean, that's the high. That's like really. I mean, I don't know what to say about it, but it's that. It's awesome. It's fun. Get it. Um, but uh, going to some of the other games I played um, this week, I got Super Smash Brothers for Wii awesome. U. Did you get it? Did you get it? He didn't get both Pokemon games. Of course, he didn't. Get it. <laughs> that's true, oh, man. That's that's true. Though <sighs> I'm actually going to be waiting for my next payday to try to get uh, Smash Brothers since I know it's a good. 
is a good one, and I've gotten a couple of amiibos actually to <laughs> support that. Oh, I hear you're addic- you're addicted to those like crack. <laughs> Not exactly though, but I just got two of them that I wanted. <laughs> Kill me, Spolus. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'm playing more of that. I'm playing a little bit of that. Um, I w- it's definitely probably the best one I would say of the of I guess the five. Uh, the 3DS one was really good. I didn't have a lot of problems with it, but that game is just so much better on on the consoles. Uh, just look wise, uh, just be on the big screen. The control wise, um, I actually did go out and buy like the big hundred dollar edition that comes with the GameCube oh, adapter man. and the game controller. I'd recommend uh, Jack when you buy it if you can get that one, get it because our, if you want to use a GameCube controller, because I heard the adapters are hard to find oh, separately, no. <laughs> so you might have to go that way. Um, so I, but I know a lot of people are having issues getting the GameCube adapter. Oh, just out of curiosity, um, check Amazon. Keep on talking. But um, no, I would say I mean even the GameCube controller is definitely the way to go. Um, with it, I mean, I did try it with the, with the gamepad, and the gamepad it works fine, but it's just it's it's a bigger, it's bulkier, it's a little more weight yeah. to it, so you don't get that quick reaction like you do from the GameCube controller. So that's why I would say the GameCube controller is a lot better mm. for this kind of game. Um, I hope they do. They've said that the GameCube controller is only going to work for the Smash Brothers, but I do hope if they do find more uses for it. Yeah, uh, that's, that'd be kind of sucky if you paid $100 for the game and controller, and you, the controller only works for that one game. Yeah, but with Smash Brothers, I'm going to get probably $100 worth of use out of it. Yeah, I'll definitely get my money's worth over I mean... Over the course of the, the life of this console, I'll definitely get my money's worth out of it. Um, plus, I do have a couple other ones. So, um, if I have, like, you know, I play with my family, my friends are over, or whatever, I take my take my shoulder at my friend's house, whatever. Um, but I mean, just so, just uh, like some of the, they have some new events in there. They changed up classic mode again, where it's uh, this one's more of like you go through rounds and um, you have like a rival, and like they'll drop a bunch of like almost like trophies, like of a bunch of different characters and each one's like a different battle you see like three guys three different uh characters together or eight or six different characters together or whatever and you'll end up doing like certain things and like the longer you go without facing your rival the harder he gets but the more uh coins you build up as you go as you go through and you use the coins to buy more uh trophies and things of that nature um and you go through that, you'll like you'll do free for alls or team battles or big battles or one versus one or whatever, and then you eventually face uh, uh, the crazy hand and master hand and stuff like that, depending on what difficulty level you put it on. Um, and that's a lot of fun. I enjoy that. Uh, they have an- another one where it's like um, special order, I think it is, where you get like, you unlock tickets or you can spend five thousand gold to play this game. Where basically you have a ten minute time limit and you play games. You, you do matches, um, as you do matches, um, as you win matches, you unlock, like, uh, trophies or things, like, outfits or whatever for your uh, me character or more gold, and you have this 10-minute time limit, and it only goes while you're fighting, and you just go as long as you can until you hit that, you get close to that 10-minute mark, and then you go and you face uh, Crazy Hand and Master Hand, which is a really cool thing, but if you die, it's over, so it's kind of like in your, in your, um... I think your damage only decreases by like 20% every time after every battle. So, um, I, I, I really am enjoying that, but it does suck because like you can lose, you lose everything. Like one bad move, like you, you know, you might fall off the cliff or fall off the side that can kill you. 
Um, or uh, they're like they have a new one as well. Yeah, Another they're... one they did, uh, and this one is they have a. Uh, I can't think of what Smash, crap, Smash something. But it's basically their version of Smash Run. Where it's like it's basically uh, there's a board. It's a board game, and as you go through like these levels, like as you there's you pick turns, and as you go through the turns, um, you uh, like you could you get characters, and if you uh, if you if you and another character, there's four characters, four players. If you and another player land on the same space, you end up having a four person battle. And you use one of your one of the characters you've unlocked, and you only use them once. After that, they're gone. Um, it's an interesting thing. I don't know how much I like it. Um, and then at the end, you do have like a big battle with all your characters. So the more characters you have, the better advantage you have. Um, but I don't know how much I like it. It's it's kind of fun in theory, but I mean, if you don't if you're not smart strategy wise, it, you just wasted an hour. Um, but overall, I really am enjoying it. A lot of the characters. Um, the, some of the side steps fun I've already beat all the events the events are a lot of fun too um I would definitely say though yeah if you have a Wii U there's no reason why you don't you, don't, you should you don't have this game and if you are looking for a reason to buy a Wii U this is it right here so um Jack do you have like any like, what, what are your comments on do you have anything to say about Smash Brothers well let's see for one thing I was going to interrupt you during the thing before <laughs> little technical difficulties but I was checking the Amazon.com like uh, buyer listings and stuff for this Wii U GameCube adapter and there's no new ones left obviously but uh, the the cheapest like new that people are trying to sell it for is $114 damn for that is a $20 accessory that people are trying to triple the price of and use that's more than triple that's more than triple that's five like times. five times yeah yeah i know i know it's like i was saying and there's one jackass that's selling this thing for you for used at two hundred dollars <laughs> hey hey jack do you want to buy a gamecube adapter <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy i mean it's, it's kind of weird like how like people are like, actually paying for that too it's ridiculous I didn't realize it was such a big... I'm glad I... I almost didn't buy yeah, the... I was just going to buy it down the road, but I'm glad I went ahead and just bought this because I didn't realize the GameCube adapter would be such a big deal. That's crazy. Something as... Well, it's like... It's not popular fancy it is, about yeah. it. It's like... This it's thing so, like an it's, ounce. It's like a... It plugs in... A normal controller plugs into your... Uh, plugs, plugs into your Wii U, but you can... Plug in control <laughs> GameCube controllers into the ports. Yeah, all it does is it plugs. It's a USB. It's, it's, yeah, it's just an well, there you go. adapter. Yeah, it's, it's like, wow, yeah. that's crazy. I hope they I hope they have a second launch here soon of them or a second run or something. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, God, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, obviously, but, uh, so. no. I'm enjoying that. Uh, that <laughs> sucks for people that didn't buy the, the thing at launch. I guess because I didn't realize. That was going to be such a big issue. But, uh... Throw us one play. We can jump into the Okay. Topic. We can all um, do Pokemon later. Okay. Uh, it is Wii U GameCube controller adapter at GameStop. New $20. There you go. Order it online, buddy. Or, no. Or you can go to your store and pick it up. Because it's not yeah. available online. Oh, never mind. It probably isn't there either. Probably call ahead. Yeah. Definitely go to the website and then check store availability. For me, it's the closest one is in Fatville, Tennessee, and that's 80 miles away. <clears throat> and it's in low stocks, too, so. Yeah, I believe that. Everyone's in low stock, apparently. So I guess they only get one, and you have to fight for it. Yeah. <laughs> nice oh, fight. God. 
Let's <laughs> see, it's ridiculous. Alright, Jake, you're up, man. <laughs> well, besides Pokemon Ruby, the only real other game I had a chance to delve into was Tales from Borderlands, which got uh, released early on last Monday, I think. Or was it? Awesome. It was either Monday it was or yesterday. Yeah, it was tu- Tuesday. And, uh, oh my god, that story is entertaining. It's the comedy from Borderlands. <laughs> if if you're a fan of Borderlands, you're going to love, love this. And if you're a fan of Telltale Games, uh, this game is going to be fucking fantastic when the next four, four episodes come out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to talk about it without getting into spoiler territory because this is a story-driven game. Yeah. But... Let's just say the main bad guy in the ship in the game is voiced from God. What's that guy's name? He's a Stan from not not Stan, but uh, Joe from Family Guy. Uh, Ron Swanson, I thought it was. That's Joe Swanson. <laughs> and that's the character in Family Guy. Ron Swanson. <laughs> I know that was the name, but still. That just came to mind for some reason. But yeah, yeah he's, wreck. he's the <laughs> I forgot. But he's in a lot of stuff and he's awesome in this He's awesome in Tells on the Borderlands, but also Handsome Jack makes an appearance. Spoiler. But that's not given because that was in the trailer. Um is that you said it was five bucks, right? It's five bucks for the first episode. Oh, Alright, cool. Yeah. But I think you can get like the season pass for, like fifteen. Yeah, it's like fifteen, but you still got to buy the first episode, so it's like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, or you can spend twenty five dollars and buy every episode individually. Yeah, so I'll probably use them buying the season pass. Oh, I will do. But the thing about the season pass is, like, while I like about Telltale, they don't get rid of the season pass the moment the first, the second episode comes out. No, you can just wait till the second. You can wait. Like, I think you can pretty much buy the season pass up until like the. You can buy the episode. season pass like at the end of the, like after the fifth episode. Oh, okay. Like, that's what I did with uh, Walking Dead Season 2, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, it was great. I know uh, some some games, like, like as soon as the first DLC comes out, they get rid of the Season Pass. Yeah. Kind of like how Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The good thing is, though, uh, Call of Duty doesn't do that. But then again, Call of Duty and Battlefield, their season pass was like fifty dollars. Yeah, and it's, well, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Save, save ten bucks though. Yeah, but again, you're spending, a, you're buying a new game on top of that. But yeah, then but again, there are people gonna... who just play Call of Duty. I understand that. Yeah, if you're spending, if you only spend one hundred ten bucks on, on video games every year, and it's just a season pass of Call of Duty, I salute you. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> but some people actually like to play games with decent stories. Yeah, yeah. I, I've spent like three hundred dollars last week on fucking video games. So <laughs> I've probably spent probably roughly, uh probably about two fifty. Mm, I think about sixty for me, but that's just me. <laughs> you didn't and, uh, buy. Right, you no, bought. Well, if we're gonna be serious, six, I'm gonna think about almost, it. Now. Okay. No, don't. No, let's move on. But yeah. Overall opinion of Tales of the Borderlands, but I'll get into spoiler territory like after the fifth episode comes out. But play it like Telltale does not let you down, and 
Borderlands comedy is spectacular in it. Uh, I spent 290 by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> That's all. Oh, okay. Alright, well. If Jack, Jake, what did you play? Well, after the last podcast, uh, Jake and I went on uh, Xbox Live and we were co-oping a little bit of Truth and Reconciliation on the original Halo. Which, uh, that was kind of an experience in and of itself. <laughs> I say that is because, uh, for one, since it's a, since it is the original Halo game, there are some, like, old, like, just old, like, uh, mechanics and stuff like that from the game from back then, that really just seems kind of obsolete as comparison to now. Since 343 wanted to have, like, uh, make it as faithful as it is to, like, the original games... A lot of the problems that the original game have are inside the game as well. Like, like, let's take this for example. Um, I'm not too sure if you can turn this off, though, but uh, Friendly Fire. <laughs> That's kind of a big, important one. Oh, Dude. Friendly Fire, yeah, that was campaign. It was like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> Alright, yeah. here's, what, here's what the problem was. It really wasn't the game itself, is that we enabled a skull that allows us to have infinite ammo and yep. grenades. yep. We both got a little too grenade happy. <laughs> and I was running, killing everyone, like, stick, actually doing coordinated sticks sometimes. Yeah. And uh, he's just chucking frag grenades. It was like... That's the way to go. <laughs> I was just chucking, like, frag grenades or something right in the back of him. I was basically letting Knuckles just go all throughout the freaking, uh, the stage, just, like, killing some of the higher important ones. I had to literally just stay back, because if I tried to, I would accidentally kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they were also playing on heroic difficulty which for the first Halo was pretty hard oh yeah it was a little bit harder too since both of us were like uh since we're co-oping and stuff the difficulty spiked a bit because of uh it being two people more so than just one because you were just saying and stuff like that there were there were certain like uh, enemies and stuff that spawned there that normally don't do that if you're by yourself and going on heroic or something yeah, some of the spawn points changed what it like randomly like you'll have a shade turret that's not there like if mm-hmm. you die if you respawn they'll be in a different place or there'll be more of them like there'll be sometimes where every shade turret spawns which can be quite difficult oh yeah that's true that's true too I mean let's see I don't know how long it took us though just to get through that one that one uh... well, it took us an hour and a half to get through that one mission because <laughs> yeah, it did. kept getting betrayal and everything Captain we... Keys will keep fucking dying we keep dying because of like uh, we accidentally either would shoot one another or like uh, the grenade things would stick onto us or we just would keep getting there was or... a point where I went a little bit insane and uh, just started killing the AIs <laughs> and uh <laughs> but one of the elite, there would be an elite with a sword. He'd run up and kill keys while the marines are killing me. <laughs> okay, that, trying, that was hilarious. Trying to kill us. And it's like, ah, oh, come on! I know I'm a dickhead. I know I try. I killed three of you, but you let your commanding officer die. You're that's fucked up. No, what's hilarious here is like when uh, you go to, to kill like some of the AI like teammates. It's up keys himself just chases after you and tries to kill you. But oh yeah, there was a, I, the way we beat the level was like we made keys like uh, aggro on us, and yeah. then we just started ran we ran through the levels like nope, avoiding keys, avoiding elites, <laughs> and then it's like I, the first time I went through that game, like or the first time I went through it on the uh, the Xbox One, 
I aggroed keys and then uh, I was the keys died as soon as I pushed the button. <laughs> so I was getting both audio cues, like like finishing the level and keys is dead. Oh, no. So it'd be like Captain Keys has been been killed. The Covenant have already lost Keys Hunters, <laughs> and and it's like I got them. It's like the Covenant have already won. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Other than like the random campaign mode that took us like a hell of a long time, though. Well, let's see. Jake and I just uh, started to uh, try to get a little bit of a ch- quick achievements and stuff. He was showing me how to get some of those uh, soda cans and stuff that are like uh, conveniently placed inside some of the Halo Two maps. I think they were. Yeah, the Halo Two anniversary maps. Which honestly, I would have never known that a lot of them were there unless uh, someone actually pointed them out because some of them are really craftily hidden. You know, <laughs> some to the point where you had to shoot, make cause an avalanche to uh, get a can. Oh yeah, really? It, I'm, yeah, the, the first level or something that we went on to were like uh, where I had it to was sp- blackout. Yeah, you had to shoot down. You had to shoot down both of those like stalactite dealies to cause an avalanche, and that would just uh, make a soda can or something pop out somewhere. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, though that one, uh, yeah, that was actually pretty fun. That was kind of, that was really fun though because, uh, uh, yeah, there was a one part or some where uh, I started getting a little bit confused and stuff because there was this box that I had to stand on top of and I had to just view it just right in order to see it. And Knuckles is like, "Oh, hey, come on, it's right there." I mean, seriously, look where I'm shooting. Look where I'm shooting. <laughs> I keep looking. It's like, oh, where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Then after every time I would get a soda can or something, Knuckles would like melee me from behind. <laughs> he does have aggravating, especially in the shower. <laughs> you wish, big boy. <laughs> no, I was a power bottom. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I just want to point out why you guys talk about Halo. I drink a beer and a half from Stone IPA. <laughs> this is what Halo does to me; it gets me drunk. Well, inadvertently. But... Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm definitely going to continue on like playing a bit of uh, Halo One like uh, throughout. Possibly the next couple of weeks, since I will have a little bit of vacation time from school, and plus, you know, working weekends and stuff like that, just uh, I'll have some extra time. But uh, time to get into the meat and potatoes of the games played and stuff. Let's talk about Pokemon Morass. <clears throat> Morass, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Oh, right, let's just uh, be honest. It's just Ruby because we totally... none of us play Alpha Sapphire. Here's the difference between Ruby and Sapphire. Sapphire has Team Aqua. Ruby has Team Sapphire. Oh, One Ruby has, has Team Aqua too, but... <laughs> oh, does it? But they're not a big threat. Well, the thing is, it's like one if one version focuses on the one team and their established dominance, the other one focuses on the other one, it's like... Oh. And then later in the game, they both leaders team up to try to beat you because you're being a huge nuisance. <laughs> Did you just spoil... <laughs> It's a, a, it's a fucking Game Boy Advance game. Come on. It's over 10 years you, old. <laughs> you you spoiled a, po- a Pokemon story, alright? It's very intricate. Okay. Right? How, how you beat him is completely up to you. That's like the time I told somebody that at the end of Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis is Kaiser Sose, alright? <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> well. That's a usual suspect joke, by the way. Well, anyway, how do you guys feel about the game so far? Um, I'm about four hours in. Actually, I looked it up. About four hours. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I, I will say I enjoy Pokemon X more. 
so far. I think more because I first time playing Pokemon game in like 15 years, and it was kind of like it just this reimagining of the series. It was just a big thing it needed, um, and Ruby kind of just does more of that, which I'm not complaining about. It just it gives it the Pokemon X treatment, X and Y. Uh, where it's 3D. It's 2D, um, but there's 3D battles. and Yeah, and I will say, man, there, you can say what you want about the, the PS4 and Xbox One graphics, but when a game go, does a good, a really great job on the 3D effects, on the 3DS, they're absolutely gorgeous. Like, it's it's something I've never seen, you've never seen in video games before. Like, Bravely Default is absolutely fantastic looking, and the 3D, and like the, the battles in 3D and uh, Pokemon... Uh, are just great. I love I love the look of them. And that's actually like one of my favorite things about the game so far is just the look of the game. Uh, well, yeah, the look is amazing. But <laughs> how far have you actually gotten, Jack? I know um, Tyler, you said you're about four hours in. I'm about four hours in. <clears throat> I've uh, I got this. I got two badges. I got to the next town. Uh, I went to the cave. Where you meet the guy and he has like all the, the writing on the wall. Oh, Steven. And then yeah. you go, Steven, yeah, Steven, you meet Steven. Which I'm assuming that wasn't in the original game. No. Because Mega Evolutions wasn't a thing until last year. Right. No, that's a new thing right there. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. To answer Jake's question from a little bit ago and stuff, I am around, uh, let's see, I'm about 18 hours in. And I just beat my sixth gym leader. So, <laughs> I have played quite a bit of it. I'm really loving, like I, like Tyler was just saying, I do love the aesthetics of it because it is more of like a Pokemon X and Y. I do love the added features for the Pokenav and stuff, that Pokenav Plus, whatever it's called, where you can actually check out your Pokemon and like, uh, the especially in the wild. Because that plays in like uh, whenever you want to try to find special types of Pokemon you want to catch. So let's say you catch a Pokemon in the wild and then you have to try to find like an egg move or something that you really want. Well, if you keep on encountering that same Pokemon over and over again, eventually you'll come to like, uh, you'll come and find this Pokemon with maybe the egg move you really need. Or it even shows the potential, like from one to three stars. So if it's like three star potential or something like that and has a move that you want, odds on you'll probably want to encounter it and catch it. Which I, I, you know, I really like that feature too because with the the new added like kind of a stealth mechanic to it, where you just have to barely like tilt the analog stick in order to try to sneak up on a Pokemon and just uh, it'll startle it into into it like attacking you. That's a really cool added on focus, which yeah, I do appreciate that because <laughs> it makes finding rarer Pokemon less time consuming as it was in the previous games. Because you could literally spend like a half an hour or so, like just to trying to find a rare Pokemon, and uh, not really, <laughs> not really have too much luck, <laughs> or not to have, you know, not have too much patience in order to do it. But uh, yeah, let's see. I am. Let's see. I currently got the HM Fly, you know, HM Two. So I am very much enjoying being able to go to towns finally. You know, just flying to and from. Since I got to do a little bit more side quest stuff before I go back on the main path. Let's see. <laughs> what else could I say? Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I do like the the whole like uh, oh, was it the time mechanic stuff? Well, because I had like switched my 3ds and stuff from like day day and night things are switched, 
So when it's at night, you're playing. When it's night, you're playing daytime, and then when you're daytime, you're playing the night. Yeah, exactly. I have that too, just because of my shitty work <laughs> schedule. I have that because I'm more inclined to play at night, and I rarely ever see the morning parts of certain Pokemon games because uh, I don't wake up early enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like in uh, God, what's that game called? Oh, and Ruby, not Ruby, but Silver and Gold and yes. Crystal. Yes. I was like, oh my god, I'm playing at night. Like, five, it'd be five o'clock, it's still daylight outside, but in the game it'd be, it'd be not time. I was like, god damn, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that aspect. I actually didn't think about changing the clock to a specific time up until, like, very later, but... And, yeah, back in, like, uh, Gold and Silver, I used to wake up in the mornings, like, like, Saturday morning or something like that. Like, I usually would. Like, watching cartoons or something like that, playing a little bit of uh, Pokemon Gold or Silver or whatever, trying to catch uh, certain Pokemon, let's say, like, Ladybug or even, like, uh, just basic types of uh, Pokemon that are only available in the, the mornings. But, uh, yeah, I'm very much enjoying my time with the Omega Ruby and stuff. So, Jake, how about you? Oh, yeah, I am too. That's good. I probably have, uh, my clock says 32 hours, which is wrong because I have bad habit playing Pokemon. We've talked about this before where I play it at night time and I fall asleep with it. Uh, but <laughs> I've only done that twice, so I'm probably around 15 hours. Okay. I'm only play around 15 hours and about I'm trying to, I've already beaten uh, Team Magma at the mountain of yeah I finally got speaking of uh, Team Magma they're also fighting Team Agua and I just got a water Pokemon through Wonder Trade oh yeah which, which Pokemon was that now was I just got that, a, uh... I just got a Poliwhirl or Poliwrath mod. oh cool and uh, well, hopefully it's not help you over. A bit. Yeah, especially when I'm having to fight uh, the fire gym leader, the fire oh, fighting yeah. gym leader. <laughs> That's yeah. the main reason I went into actually water trade, just so like I don't have any water Pokemon. What you could have to use like the old rod or something and try to catch a magic carp and try to get Gyarados that way. I don't have that yet. <laughs> you have to talk to certain NPC characters, Knuckles. <laughs> That's how I you do. get those equipment. No, it's like. <laughs> I do. It's just I haven't, I haven't talked to apparently enough people then, because like, the like most Pokemon games, like some pe- most people would just say it's like, hey, you know the Elite Four, you have to beat the Elite Four with certain, um, like you have to beat the Elite Four in a row, or you get sent back if you lose. It's like no shit. This is my <laughs> fucking sixth generation Pokemon game. No, they always have that. And it's like uh, some of the conversations, like, do you know if you could use a bicycle to run, drive down that road? <laughs> it's like, really? What? Why? What? Why should I let's talk to everyone when everyone gives useless information? It's like <laughs> press X, play, like select save in order to save your game. <laughs> it's like the first guy in uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. It's like he's. It's like here's how you teach. Here's how to teach you. I'm here to teach you how to catch a Pokemon. I have six Pokemon in my party. No, no, no. You need to learn how to catch Pokemon right. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's ridiculous. Oh my god, that old guy, like, just spread out right in the middle who hadn't had his coffee yet. 
Which, uh, spoiler, back in the Japanese version and stuff, he actually uh, was passed out drunk Osaki. in the middle of the road. Because <laughs> yeah. of Saki. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, probably about going on 15 hours into it. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. Just not enjoying it too much. Like, it's Ruby, but it's Ruby with more stuff into it, which it, gives you a lot more to do and with people who play like 15 games like this fall it's kind of annoying yeah it is kind of <laughs> I agree with you Knuckle. I agree with you Jake you know it is annoying though when you have like a a big like a RPG or stuff like that to play while there's so many other big name games big RPGs oh shit yeah I know right like Dragon Age Inquisition and this and that Dragon Age yeah Far Dragon Cry Age which is a huge open world game <laughs> but I hope the I hope the one day open Dragon Age <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope to get past the starting area from Dragon Age yeah but yeah I'm enjoying it and uh what part what Pokemon do y'all have in y'all's parties right now Okay, I gotta turn on my 3DS now because I forget. Um, well, could, I'll start then. Yeah, you go ahead and start, Jake. I have a uh, level 30 Swellow, level 32 Combustion, uh, Metang, which is the shiny Metang, which is the uh, evolved of the Beldum, which was the event Pokemon mm-hmm. you got from Mystery Gift. I have a uh, 27 Loudred, which is. Uh, which is about to hopefully evolve into X Cloud soon. Actually, I think it evolves like level forty. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, I hope I can get that to level forty before Knot's over with. Oh, you'll you'll get it soon. I mean, jeez, the thing is. No, I want to do it before Knot. Like, I want to get as far as I can tonight because I put I have so much fucking hours of my time. I need to yeah speed up. I need to speed runs now. Oh man, <laughs> try to balance it out a little. Uh, oh. what? Go ahead. No, I thought I thought you were doing your six. No, uh, I have level twenty-two Electric, which is the electric dog Pokemon, and uh, kind of looks like a electric Chihuahua, green Chihuahua. <laughs> oh yeah, Electric uh, is kind of like a Chihuahua. <laughs> let's see. I hate fucking Wonder Trade and love Wonder Trade at the same time because, unlike most people, I don't give nicknames to my Pokemon. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I do if I'm going to keep and, them, but I'm not going to trade off like a Pokemon that has a nickname to it. I mean, it, that's just kind of stupid. You can't even change it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of like your Ditto, right, right Knuckles? <laughs> oh, no, that Ditto was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like, Sexy star? Like, I posted a... Like, I don't want to trade, like, first, the first or second time. I got this level 100 shiny Ditto. And it was nicknamed Sex Slave. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yep, that's pretty adequate for the dinner because that's all I used it before. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually might put that in my party after I get the get the actual eight badges. badge. Yeah, you gotta check its ability though. Like, you should check its, it's abilities. Adamant. Okay, I'm not talking about the nature though, but the ability. Because okay. if you have the imposter ability also with that thing, that's it is. Oh, cool! That means you can actually uh, mimic certain Pokemon's like uh, abilities as well when you transform. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna put the, probably gonna put that in my six just so I could transform into other people's Pokemon just to be a dick. Because that's how Ditto is really used, like competitively too. Like uh, people will run an imposter Ditto, they'll max out certain uh, stats, and then they'll actually copy down like the best Pokemon from their opponent's team with Ditto and stuff, and are able to sweep the opponent's team doing that way. <laughs> yeah, but God, it's ridiculous. Just have either of you uh, competed in the cost the crap was called the what? Where you get live competition? No, it's where you get the um, basically the fashion show. Yeah, or like the the Pokemon contest. I just yeah, yeah I just got to that point where I can do it, so I haven't done it yet. Okay. I've actually did one Pokemon uh, contest though, but that was just very early on. I had my Combuskin. It's the mandatory one. Yeah, it's the mandatory one. I just actually wanted to wait until I got more like a berries to make like a Pokeblocks in order to try to put uh, in Blaziken. Well, not Blaziken, but like just put in my Fire Starter again because it has all cool moves and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what my uh, Swell or at the time Talion or Tallow or whatever it was called. Yeah. Uh, it was all cool moves, and I just basically swooped the competition with it. I was like, yep, it won. First place. <laughs> I got second place my first time through, though, but that's because I didn't have, like, uh, didn't have it built up to where its appeal would immediately win out, you know. Yeah, it's like, you just had to chain your moves right. Yep. And it's, it's ridiculous, though. So. Like, you don't need those pokey blocks. Well, some of them you do like need win. if you're going to go with the higher contests and stuff, but yeah, but but not the starter it's... ones. <laughs> yeah, well, of course you can't do do it with a star one. You don't get that Pokeblock uh, thing till after the contest, right? But uh, y'all have anything else to say about Pokemon? Well, actually, Tyler, did you want to say what your uh, party of six was? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I'll do it real quick. Um, it's kind of it's. I'm very early, like I said, uh, but I have a level 18 Combuskin, mm-hmm. uh, level 16 Tallow, Tallow, whatever, um, level 11 Beldum, okay. uh, level level 15 Puccini, uh, <laughs> level I'm, I'm never gonna get that name Puchiana. right. Uh, <laughs> whatever, Huna Matata, <laughs> um, level 14 Beautifly, and a level 13 Oddish. So. Yeah, that's not. That is my story. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's a... I got my Oddish to a Wonder Trade, so that was nice. So, I have a Grass type, but I just need to get a Water type here. Okay. Have y'all played... Good. Have y'all done Wonder Trade a lot? I'm sorry, Jack. Well, it's okay. Off, but... Just, like, Have y'all done times. Wonder Trade a lot? Just a few of them. That's it. Oddish is the best thing I've gotten so far out of it. I think I've only done maybe a few one trades, and I have... I've only gotten maybe, like, one decent Pokemon, and that's that Phoebus or something like that, that, uh... I ended up finding out only had one perfect IV thing, and that was in the special attack, so... Hey, that, that should be useful. <laughs> Damn it, this Poliwhirl's level 57. I can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Oh, well, here's my... I guess I'm going into that gym hard. <laughs> yeah, well, here's here's <laughs> my team of six right now. I have an egg in my party, only because that, uh... When you go into, like, uh... The Lava Ridge Town or something like that. If you speak to one of the ladies or something like that, she'll want you to look after an egg. So that's a little bit of a spoiler, though, like for those who still have to get to that place yet. But uh, here's a word of warning. It'll take an extremely long time for it to hatch. 
<laughs> Isn't it like 5,000 steps? I think it might be 5,000 5, steps, but... Uh, 5,000 is not much. It's like... Uh, well, it's not too much. Or it ain't it, much. It goes a lot. Does it count for your bicycle? Yeah, yeah it does count. Does it does count? count with a bicycle or walking or whatever the heck you do with it. But it's going to take a lot longer if you don't have a Pokemon that has, like, Flame Body, which, you know, I have not encountered one, like, so far inside this game. But, uh, you know, moving on, though, I have a Lanoon in my party only because I use it as, uh, for basically, like, uh, like HM moves, pretty much. So the thing, no secret power, which uh, able is able to, like, uh, find hidden spots and stuff like that to make secret bases and stuff like that, and... Obviously, it's got uh, cut. It's got strength. I think something else too. Rock smash. Yeah, that's what it's got. Uh, you have your HM slot. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I was using this uh, Linoon for. I was gonna be using like Pelipper or something like that for uh, fly and surf, though. But uh, <laughs> I might actually use that for something else. But uh, let's see. I have a Latios in my party. <laughs> How'd you get Latios already? Well, um, I'm not going to spoil anything, though, but uh, you do get it, like, uh, you do get it, like, a little bit earlier than you would naturally get, like, a legendary Pokemon. So I got a level 36 Latios. I got, like, a level 39 uh, Lanoon. I have a level 45 Metagross, and that's the one that uh, we got from the distribution event. Got a level 44 Blaziken, and I got a level 44 Mightyena. <laughs> So, like I was saying before, yeah, I, since I'm past those uh, badge things and stuff like that, I've just been racking on experience points like crazy since I've only been using one nice. Pokemon at a time. I've been either using Mightyena or Blaziken, pretty much. So, yeah, that's my six so far. <laughs> when does uh, Combusken evolve into Blaziken? It's level 36. 36? Just okay. like all starters. Yeah. Well, all right. most starters. Okay. There are some that evolved into like level thirty-two, but yeah, I think the one that wasn't. Yeah, it was Venusaur that actually evolved to level thirty-two. Now that I think about it, it was Venusaur. It was a, uh, I think, uh, got Venusaur evolved level thirty-two. Got Bayleaf evolved to Meganium at level thirty-four. Oh, that's I think. right. And uh, there was a Water Pokemon, and I think, God, what was Gen three? Gen 3 was yep. Ruby. <laughs> um, I think Marshtop evolves at level 34. Hmm. I'm not positive, though. We all went with Blaziken. We all yeah, that's the thing. Blaziken, we all chose basically. Torchic the beginning, the starting thing out. None of us coordinated anything, no. None of us, every one of us just decided, okay, this is what we're going to be going with here. We didn't tell anybody anything. We just went with the Torchic, all of us. <laughs> Which, in X and Y, was like, Torchic. we all picked... We all went different. Yeah, we all went different things and stuff, but uh, we did use Torchic that was distributed, too. <laughs> Which is really funny. Yeah, it's like, okay, I got I got a free Torchic, so I'm not going to pick the Fire Pokemon. Or I did I did pick Finnegan, then I got the Torchic out of it. And well, I, for like, X, I think for X and... Uh, yeah, Pokemon X, I just chose uh, Chespin, you know, the Grass-type starter. Then I had uh, Torchic because, oh, I already had the Fire starter that I was going to get through distribution, so I'm going to pick the Grass starter because I wanted that. <laughs> Alright, it's like I think I pulled a I pulled a dollar. It's like I got picked the fire Pokemon before I realized oh yeah, Mystery Gift. 
Oh my gosh, that's but, too funny. Uh, it's re- well, let's see. Have any of you actually like uh, yeah, done anything cool. for like the secret bases yet? I know Tyler hasn't gotten to it yet, but Jake, have you ever seen it? I did. I, I did that in Ruby and Sapphire. It's nothing re- I really care right. about. And uh, it's, eh, it's just don't even really bother with it. Yeah, that's. I have that one base that's that that guy gave you. Oh yeah, that one creepy like dude who's like in his mid twenties or something like that. It looks sort of like. It's like, hey, bruh, what's up? And yes, yeah, yeah, I got that base, and I was like, I can get a couple more, but not really, not really into it. Right. doing that. Yeah, there is a uh, God, what was that city like? It was basically a giant forest. Oh my gosh! And you used rope bridges. Fortree City, what, I think it was. Huh. Yeah, but I remember having a base in that and then in the old Ruby and Sapphire, but yeah, I was just not, don't really care about that. How about you? You got any bases? Well, well, let's see. I've got like one base. I think it's like a Route 113 or something. You know that, that area and stuff where like uh, it's right near Mount Chimney and stuff where all that soot and stuff is raining down? Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts in yeah. uh, the old Ruby and Sapphire. The music playing. And, like, all the soot and all the gray, like, uh, grass and stuff like that where you, like, encounter, yeah, all that ash and stuff like that where uh, you encounter Pokemon like Spinda and Skarmory and all that other stuff. Yeah, I have a a base right there. But the thing about the bases, you don't really discover them, like, your other friends, like, bases unless you register their QR code or something like that. So your friends actually have to share them out in order to try to uh, find them, you know, for you to find them and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> that's one gripe though I do have but other than that I, I I think I might actually spend a little bit of time redecorating some of the secret hideout spots because that actually would be certain I'm sure once I reach in game I might do yeah. that but right now my main focus is yeah that's, that's my po- that's pretty much my focus too because I don't really want to go into like the the contest or the secret base stuff until after I finish the game <laughs> and even so I could hold off and probably once I do get, like, Alpha Sapphire, I might probably play through that. <laughs> Which probably will be, like, around 2015. <laughs> Who knows? Because <laughs> I had a little thing with X and Y where I started X first, I spent about 60 hours, and I beat that game. And then, like, the beginning of this year, I started Y, and I ended up putting, like, 270-something hours into it. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I looked up all my times and stuff for the 3DS games that I played. Apparently, I played over 400 hours in total on my 3DS, but over half of it was on the Pokemon Y. <laughs> well, I do a lot of handheld gaming, so. See, whether. Yeah, that's, you do the most handheld yes. gaming out of all of us. Uh, but, well, I wish since I have Y digitally downloaded and I have uh, Ruby digitally downloaded, I pick up the. Like universal boxes, and I get out. I get my Pokemon mm-hmm. from X and Y, or over to uh, Omega Ruby. Yeah, and I wish I could do that. Like right off the get go and get some of my right. team ready. But yeah, it's just uh, it's ridiculous. Like I have it's on the same console. It's like like the Pokemon Bank should carry over to Omega Ruby. It's like. Uh, it's, <laughs> Just all that work basically just gets 
thrown out the window as soon as you move on to the next game, which it's always been, but... But, yeah. Tyler, you have any more to say about Pokemon? Um, <laughs> I agree. It's, I'm awesome. actually having a good time playing this. <laughs> I do like the sneaking thing, though. That's something I've... I don't know why they didn't put any other ones though. Like, but you can like sneak up. You can see Pokemon in the grass, and you can sneak up on them and like, uh, you know, catch oh, no, them. You that can way actually notice like, what Pokemon, Pokemon it is though. Like, because certain appendages like stick out. Like, say, for example, like a Puchina's tail or something from the grass, or maybe like a yeah, or Oddish's leaves from the yeah. And it does show you on the bottom of the screen if you have the little magnifying glass on. Uh, it will tell you like it kind of gives you like, the outline of them. Alright. No, but I'm overall I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's Pokemon. Um, it's not Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> well, we made. We'll wait until I'll the 20th it. anniversary of Pokemon. See what happens. You know. <laughs> uh, three more years. Three more years. Are you gonna be three? I'm gonna say it right now. They're gonna remake again the Red and Blue games and stuff before they go on upon fourth generation. No, I want Yellow. If it's if they do red and blue again and not yellow, I'm be so pissed. <laughs> yellow, I don't like yellow at all. Like, man, because I, Pikachu is the only Pokemon that like, follow you. I was like, and oh, they return back to it to like the remakes awesome. of Heart Gold and Soul hate... Silver too, <laughs> where the Pokemon can follow you around. Yeah, it's like Heart Gold and Soul Silver. You can have any, you can have any Pokemon follow you. It's like I like that. So did they? So wait, did, did, didn't uh? Diamond come out after Diamond and Pearl was Ruby's... the first D was the first yeah. DS games. Alright, so then that one Alright, so then Diamond and that one will come out oh, who knows? probably next year or we... two years from now. What was the other GameCube ones GameCube they had? Like, what was it? They um, had the GameCube was called Or not GameCube, um uh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah, that's what Emerald. they had for the Game Boy Advance. Was it, it was Emerald? Ruby Sapphire and Emerald, and they had the remakes of Fire Red and Leaf Green. Let's see. Okay. And then there was a... What was the one? There was like that one Pokemon that was like Crystal or something. Wasn't it a Crystal? Crystal was Gold and Silver. Yes, there was a Crystal. That was Gold and Silver. Too. Okay. All right, never mind. I was trying yeah. to roll them. But that, yeah, that was on the original like Game Boy. That's Game, Boy Game Boy Color, Color yeah. Game. All right, I was trying to remember them all. Yes. Red, red blue, yellow, or red, green, yellow. Then yeah. um, Gold, Gold silver. silver, Crystal, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yep. Diamond, Pearl, and no, black there was a white, there was a third black one, black two and white two, platinum. Oh, yeah, platinum. Then okay. there was black and white, black and white two, and yep. X and Y. Now Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Okay, so I remember, I remember picking yep. up and playing. I think it was Diamond on DS when it first came out, and enjoying that. But yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty. I, cool. I imagine we'll get that here back, soon. Uh, then yeah. probably next year. I'm okay with this. I think it'd be kind of cool, actually, if we get, like, new one. If they remade them every year. I'm not going to complain about that. I love Pokemon. I'll, I'll play them every you're year. You're essentially playing the same game every year when you're playing Pokemon. So, might as well I play. Be... I buy Madden every year. I can't complain mm-hmm. about it, so. Hmm. I don't know. I play a lot of Pokemon games and stuff like that, but, uh, I don't know. I just, uh... Really don't know what they're gonna do for like next year or something like that, or if they're just gonna take well, like a year off or something like that in order. They to do have do the uh, <laughs> super, the new 3ds, Super 3ds, as I'm gonna call it, uh, out probably next year for us. So I could see a new Pokemon coming out in 2016 or something like that for the 
Super no, 3DS. Right for that one. Which I'm okay with. I know eventually I'm going to get a Super 3DS, so. <laughs> oh, the Super 3DS. Or uh, otherwise, we know it as the new 3DS. No, it's just the Super 3DS. <laughs> so we can call it now. Yeah, we'll just call it the Super 3DS. What it is. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess without further ado, you know, that's uh, the really what we've been playing <laughs> for the past week. So let's go into like some uh, news topics first. So one of the news headlines that we got from this week, since you know it's kind of a it's kind of like a slow news week since it's the holidays, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. We either get games or news. So I'll take games <laughs> every time because that means I can actually play them. Yep, no shit. So Ubisoft is giving away free DLC due to a broken game. Yes. So because... I edited that that title in there. He read it all perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I but, know he would. Yeah, so as you guys, um, if you guys listened to last week's, I think, yeah, last week's, um, Assassin's Creed Unity came out and the game was just buggy as shit and had a lot of problems. And I, I believe they had a patch come out. I've given up. I beat the game. I'm done with the game. I'm going to sell it soon. Uh, but I know there's a patch coming out, I think, later this week, if it's not out already. And it's supposed to fix over 300 things in it. And it should fix most of the problems with the game, uh, glitch-wise. But they had a season pass, I think it was 30 bucks, and it was going like, to give you all the DLC and everything like that. And because of the game was so buggy and broken when it came out, um, Ubisoft has decided to give away all the season pass stuff for free. Well, wow. I thought they were giving free DLC, then the season pass holders will get the free ga- a free game. No, so... The season pass is, is... There's no season pass anymore. From what I understand... No, it's like people who already purchased season pass, which includes Dead Kings, will be given a choice of one free game from the following list. The Crew, Far Cry 4, Watch Dogs, Black Flag, Rainbow Legends, or Just Dance 2015. You might as well get the right. Crew. There's no other point in those. Oh, you can okay. get Far Cry 4. But... <laughs> oh, that's true. Far Cry 4. Oh, that's true. I, I didn't see that part of it, but... Um, yeah, if you bought season pass, that's awesome. But, um... From, I mean, that's all. I mean, I think that's, a, that's at least a good thing. I mean, it doesn't fix the, the game itself, even without bugs, is not a very good game. So, I don't know what that. You should, I mean, it's, have you tried Rogue yet? I I I do and I don't because I I feel like like I, I, I heard, said last week I heard I'm, Rogue was the better of the two. Everybody says Rogue's better of the two, but at the same point, it's the problem. The biggest issues I have with the game wasn't the bugs and the glitches. It was just the game itself. Like, it just... I love Assassin's Creed. I've been a diehard Assassin's Creed fan for years. It's just... I'm so bored of the style we've been playing for years now. It's just... I want something different. And... No, I mean, like, that's awesome. They're trying to do something great. And uh, by giving everybody all this DLC, they probably took out of the game in the first place and uh, are giving it to us for free. But... Uh, for, for my personal standpoint is I just I don't care but I mean at least they're trying something they could just say well hey sorry guys here's, a, here's an update but that's pretty awesome I hope uh, if, if this other issues like this are happening with other games I hope they do um, you know do something like this again to kind of help you know the people that bought the game okay so this is only available for people who have bought the game right and not say like if I go Bob Seeker Pass I can get the crew for free yeah, I think it's people already bought it before, like, I think before oh, okay. a certain date. 
because that would get people thin. That could be potentially kind of uh, bad if you're like you're just making the season pass thing free. Well, I just go by the well. The season pass is free now. I basically, they, I think they're getting rid of season pass. But if I can go buy a season pass right now and get a free game out of it, I'm gonna or for thirty bucks, I'll go ahead and do that right now. I'm looking to see if I can find a date on it. But go ahead and keep talking. Um. Okay, now our next news headline right here. Digital games are too cheap. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> okay, so where does this article come um, from here? I think it comes from Polygon's GameSpot. It is GameSpot. But, um, so GameStop had a, uh, I believe it was like their quarterly review or a year review or whatever with stockholders and came out and said that the Basically, they were having issues where, like, digital, they don't like... Digital media is killing GameStop. Which essentially, yes. Where their biggest issue is, like, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold uh, games or whatever. Mainly PlayStation Plus. Yeah, and they were talking about how, like, oh, well, the average person's only playing $22 for a game or whatever like that. And they had all these stats out there. Um, hmm. but I understand GameStop, whether their point is, like, the digital thing isn't good for any... Um, you know, physical media. Yeah, any any store, or whatever right. that sells electronics, it's not good for them. There's no benefit for them. And I understand of their course. point, but digital games are not too cheap. I would say the exact opposite, and I'm I've sure, ranted several yeah, times game, about this. The digital games are not cheap, yes, but the only I think they're mainly hating on Steam because Steam's constantly putting out those uh, deals where you can get like, like the article mentioned, AAA titles for like brand new for like twenty dollars. Yeah, like Evil Within is well, yeah, twenty exactly bucks today. I mean, that game just came out a month ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly the point. You know, it's like it's from the gamer aspect is uh, if you play Madonna on PC and stuff, why would you want to go out oh, and invest P- like PC, some place uh, like GameStop where you could just PC like physical games or PC physical media is pretty much non-existent. I'm sure you can go get the physical copy of the World of Warcraft, but. Yeah, it's a, that's usually about it. What, uh, Blizzard is the only company I really know that actually puts out physical media for for PC, except for like maybe Call of Duty, Get Rift, and those big ones. But like most of the games are on digital. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I'm just noticing and I'm with just figuring like what I've seen and like, with uh, stuff like you play yeah. uh, Origin. And then Steam, yeah. a lot of comp- gaming companies are going to start their own digital like media, like their own. Yeah, like or not, man. Like digital is within ten years, it's gonna be digital. That's the I, way we're gonna. We're we going. have a, I have a five hundred gigabit, gigabit or gigabyte uh, three six or Xbox One, and I'm already at seventeen percent left on it. Like I have no, literally no <laughs> space left. Yeah, I'm like my 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 PS4 I've had for uh, not even a year now, and I'm already at like a hundred and like ten gigs. And the yeah, only reason I have I that bought... much room is because I sell my games and I delete my I delete like the installs. The installs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't really trade my games, so the installs are still there. And I've had my Xbox One since maybe March or February. Yeah. There you it's... go. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Yeah, at this point, it's just like it. I. We can't. I, I think when we go to the next consoles, like we need like five terabyte hard drives. No, like, not even that. We need, <laughs> we need. We need. We need seriously maybe ten terabytes. Just yeah, and, these uh, get... you can find a cheap external hard drive, which 
I saw like a four terabyte external hard drive for like one hundred twenty nine dollars, which ain't bad. But you think I mean in five years that might be full. <laughs> yeah, which isn't bad. But by probably by next year though, if I buy that, it's gonna be full. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're digital only. If you just go to that. No, digital not only... even not even if you're digital only. I bought physical version of God. What was that game called? Like Call of Duty and Halo. Mm-hmm. Those had forty gigs, forty to fifty gig installs. Oh shit! And there's like, and those are Jeez. mandatory installs too. I could always delete them, but every time I go back and play it, I'd have to reinstall it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even from, like, a physical disc standpoint, like I do with the Halo Master Chief collection, I still had to have, like, a 40 gigabyte install or something for that. I think if I turn on my Xbox One right now, I could probably uh, check, and my install would probably be 60 gigs with the updates and everything. Probably. No, but, I mean, let's go back to the thing, though. It's just, like, I don't know. I I think think the exact opposite. I think digital games are too expensive. Right. Like, well, most case they are. Some, t- except for when there's a sale, like which is ra- yeah. But I mean, at launch, for... at launch, at, but it's like sometimes if you like, um, some games like PlayStation Plus will give you like seven dollars off if you I believe, order it. Like, I believe the digital media should be probably about ten dollars cheaper than uh, at launch. Yeah. If I, it, I couldn't like if kind of like what Metal Gear Solid did. With oh yeah, where it's ten dollars off for the if you bought the uh, digital version. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm okay with it. If it was ten dollars for certain games, I could see myself doing that. Like, like those biggest... games, like what was that game called? Oh man, it was. I'm trying to remember, it was like Shape Up, like a fitness yeah. game. It was like that should not be sixty dollars. Yeah. That's probably a thirty dollar title, if that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I I look at it from this standpoint is as someone that sells games a lot and. Repurchase because that's the only way I can play most of the games I play is because I, I sell a lot of games. Um, that GameStop is mainly complaining like uh, because they're not really complaining that digital digital uh, prices are cheap. They're complaining that though they don't get their with all the bundles that they don't make any money off the hardware. So yeah. when bundles like they're not getting their share, like apparently. Xbox One, <laughs> like the Assassin's Creed bundle and the the other the P, I forgot what bundle PS4 has the Destiny bundle yeah like they're getting a $60 game and a $400 console X, uh, GameStop's not seeing a dollar of that yeah and I mean, uh, when they're getting a game with their console that's less likely they're gonna buy used games yeah I mean I, I remember like when I worked at a game store uh, like my, the game store when they when the PS the PlayStation uh, Portable first came out they were literally, we were literally making ten cents per console we sold. Ten cents. Yeah, and I mean, and that we're a small store, but I mean, even but you look at GameStop, they might be making ten, fifteen dollars on those consoles. Like they make all their money off software sales, like selling. No, video no, games. not not just software and, sales. And used, used software yeah. sales. Well, yeah, but they make more money off the, the the games than the consoles. The consoles don't bring any money in. It's like it's it's just like it's like when you go to a bar. Like the food doesn't bring a lot of money in, but the the food keeps you longer, so you buy more drinks. You make all the money off the drinks. That's right. what that's what video games is. Like they, the, the, you the go video for games... the five dollar burger, then you get stuck with a eight dollar Jack and Coke, small Jack and Coke. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah, they make all the money off the off the drinks, but I mean, six dollars for a fucking twenty two ounce beer is ridiculous. Or... Yeah, this is a good beer. 
Uh, but I'm, Bud Light. <laughs> not yeah, but the fuck <laughs> Bud Light. I mean, GameStop's in a, in a tough spot though, where like people talk about, well, if they go completely digital, game uh, stores will stop selling it. Well, GameStop can't really afford to stop selling. Like they can't just say, yeah, we're not. Well, f Microsoft, we're not gonna sell f, Xbox f games. Games go all digital anyway. The companies, go, companies like that, GameStop, are gonna go out of business. Yeah, but what I'm saying though is saying like, like with the Xbox 360, you could buy the Xbox One from your 360 dashboard. Yep. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, you can technically do that. But what I'm saying, though, from, like, say one console next generation went digital only and the other one went physical, and even say, GameStop's in a tough, tough situation where they can't, like, I don't know if they can really afford to, like, just drop, like, say Microsoft, they just dropped. They would Mic- probably, it would be in poor business taste. Like, yeah, I mean. Okay, we're not going to deal with you in the future if you don't. Yeah, I mean, and, and companies will do it. I mean, like, when the WWE Network came out, like, all the, pretty much all the big cable providers stopped like you can't buy their pay per views on their on their for them anymore because they're just pissed off about it. Unless you're on unless you're on cable or something. Yeah, like cable that. like all the di- all the direct TV and Dish they stop they drop pay per views. So, um, but I mean, companies will do it just out of like to play hardball. But I don't. GameStop's just like right now like they can't afford to drop anybody. I mean, they're just I think they're they're a dying breed. So um, I don't. Know what I mean, it sucks for them. I mean, and. I, I disagree with them where they say where you know digital games are not cheap or right. they're overpriced. All right, next word on the news front: Xbox One early adapters get free games. Limbo, yes. woohoo! Hey, don't be sarcastic really? about that. That game's awesome. I love that game. It was fun when I played it two iterations ago. <laughs> uh, I played through the Limbo on my Vita. Actually, and that's yeah, it's still a pretty good, fantastic yeah. game. That was one of the first big digital games out there. I think that's when, like, about one of the time digital's blew up. Like, like, well, Braid was like the first big one, I would say. And then, like, I think Castle Crashers was Castle, Castle, yeah, you Crashers. Could, Castle Crashers was big. Castle Crashers, I think, Geometry Wars, Geometry two, Wars, and like, I think Geometry Wars three is coming. I think it's coming out. It's already month. out. It came out this week. It's already out. Yeah. Damn. Um, I don't know. I think uh, Braid and Castle Crashers came out the same year, actually. I think they did. So too. I mean, yeah, but Castle Crashers was probably the first big one. But that game was awesome though too. But I mean, like you got like Braid Limbo. It was like probably that first run of like digital games where like you took it like XBLA, like Xbox Live Arcade. Like you started taking like those ten, fifteen dollar games seriously. Not only did they come out within the yeah. same year, they came out within a month of each other. Yeah, I think it was the uh, Summer of Arcade thing. I think it was the first Summer of Arcade. Castle was... Crashers came out at the end of August, and then Braid, I think, came out in, like, maybe September. Yeah, it was, like, that, yeah, when they first started, when Microsoft started doing their, like, their Xbox Live, like, their summer launch thing for the first year, I think it was, like, back in 2008. I'm August 6th, yeah. Braid maybe. came out, like, uh, two weeks before. Two weeks before. Yeah, they had four great games that people are still loving and still play to this day. You know, like Castle Crashers, Braid, like uh, Shadow Complex. And Shadow I think, Complex and was else. like one of the top selling games on the Xbox. That game not was just, awesome, brother. Not not just yeah. arcade games, just top selling games. Yeah, that game was fantastic. That was a great summer of arcade. I think about all those games, but I mean, I think you had Trials. Uh, you had Trials HD. Trials I, HD. Uh, yeah, it was. Charles H. G. Explosion Man, uh, game. Limbo. Great game. I think those were part of the Summer of Arcade. Then you also had, I think, Charles H. Those games, I think, came out the... I think it was the following year. 
yeah, the next year because I remember it was like, I didn't really care for Trials of the Tom. And it was like, yeah, it's alright. Spurs yeah. Man didn't care about. I mainly played for Limbo. Yeah, but Limbo was a Limbo was a great game, and uh, that's that's little thing to do for those people that went out and bought the game. You know, bought the console the first year. Everybody got if you buy. I think if you bought it with before November, uh, you got the Limbo for free. So that's yeah. a cool thing. I mean, like give everybody like a nice little gift. Hey, thanks for buying our console. That I mean. Not only you get a free game, but you're getting a fantastic game, like an all-time great game in Limbo. So you can't complain too hard about that. Yeah, no arguments nope. here. <laughs> All right, let's move it on to the announcement front. The real Daisy is finally coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, Daisy is coming out in 2016. Sometimes. Does anybody does anybody <laughs> care anymore? Is is Daisy still a thing? Daisy, I have the Daisy on my laptop. I haven't booted it up since probably the game launched. Well, you have the early access or whatever I have it was. The, yeah, I have the alpha or whatever. It's yeah, but it's the Daisy was a cool thing. Like what, late 2012 to like mid 2013? No, it's like early yeah, 2000. It's like 2011 to 2012. Okay, like it was supposed to come out like this fall of 2012 but yeah then the, did it have then, some sort of controversy around no it, it was like the war, war, well? world z or whatever it was called it came yeah. out and then uh like that game bombed so uh god what was his name rocket dean hall uh pushed the game back it was like we're we're not gonna launch it as is we're gonna fix some things it should come out in uh, june of this 2012 13 didn't even see anything from it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think the, the zombie fad, I think, is pretty much ran its course. And not, then the, not really, because freaking Advanced Warfare is getting, zomb- is getting zombies. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's more, it's not because it's zombies, though. It's, it's not, people don't like it because it's zombies. They enjoy it because it's a fun gameplay element. It's not because we're in the, the zombie fad, I think, is pretty much done as for, but I mean, like, you can't just put plug zombies into, like, the next. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Like, if, if, zombies, if zombies were Metal Gear Solid you 5 know, or something, I'm pretty sure I would freak Metal Gear Solid, out. If zombies were Metal Gear Solid, they game probably sell gangbusters because, like, they have, yeah, they have Lisa would. now from PT in Metal Gear Solid. True. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think. It's like, yeah, over the top. Now, this is where we're going. You have this, uh, you have this freaking oh gas bomb that turns everyone into zombies and they go feed on their teammates. You know, it'd be hilarious. It's like I could actually see that happening in the Metal Gear Solid franchise, and them try to explain some like harebrained way in order how that ties into the Patriots and all the other. Yeah, shit. they'll find a way. Lay, lay low. Won't make any sense, but they'll find a way. <laughs> no, I don't know. I Lisa think the, doesn't the, even make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I think the zombie, the big zombie like fad is over. Like we're putting zombies and everything, and I don't know. I, I feel like I mean, in 2016, I'll be way over. I mean, I don't at this point. I I I I was interested in this game two years ago, and I don't care anymore. I think a lot of people yeah. are the same way. All right, now with that news and announcement topics out of the way, let's go into a random topic, shall we? Since uh, Black Friday is pretty much pretty close to us, right? Like a few days away, and even though that. Uh, for me, it's tomorrow. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for a lot of us, it's like 
listening in, you probably won't even hear a lot of these deals. So, oh, you've already you already, <laughs> you've already the missed are. all these deals. Or you probably already know the deals. You've already missed all these deals. So, so just for the 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 fairness of it all and stuff like that, just stick online and just shop for random sales. Do it now because the deals are going to be over tomorrow. eBay. Yeah, exactly. Or just wait for Monday. Cyber Monday, you know, baby. Cyber Monday. There you go. No, I was just kind of curious if, like, if you guys are looking at any deals or anything like that. I'm mainly per- Walking Dead for like twenty dollars. Yeah, my I'm personally like looking for digital sales right now. Like, uh, we use apparently got Wonderful One Hundred One on sale. I don't know the price yet. Um, I'm I'm hoping that PlayStation Four has a good sale because the sale they have currently is all like uh, PlayStation Plus games. So, all the indie games that you've already got for free. Yeah, all the free games. Basically, everything we got for free, we, it's already that's our sales this month. So I'm hoping we get some good ones uh, this week. I'm mostly looking forward to trying to see a lot of good game deals on Amazon.com. Speaking of Amazon, they had this uh, deal, I think it was earlier today, where yeah. um, like it was a uh, Lord of the Rings sale. It was, that was Tuesday. Uh-huh. It was Tuesday, so it was yesterday, so... Yep. Like, my sleep schedule's all fucked up, so... Forgive me. Because yeah, uh, technically it's Thursday where you are. Happy Thanksgiving, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, though, J- Jackson will eating fucking turkey, turkey right, right now. <laughs> God damn it. I already ate my turkey, Fuck man. you, that's even worse. Awesome. fucking asshole. <laughs> We'll have ham tomorrow. Fuck off. <laughs> but, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, turkey. But they had a sale for Lord of the Rings. It was like, Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. If you, you came with, like, it, there was also several deals where it comes with uh, Shadow of Mordor. But yeah. I already had Shadow of Mordor, so I went for the You could have bought it and sold, sent it to me. Fuck no, you wouldn't send me your Assassin's Creed Unity. I would have traded. <laughs> what a minute trade! Why would I make that trade? Seriously, I know I was get, I'd be getting screwed out of that deal. <laughs> you said you wanted it, so I, I, said, I, I wanted to play it, and I would have sent it back. I, I would have sent it back too, it. eventually. <laughs> I would say I would say you twenty bucks. Deep in far <laughs> oh god! But uh, anyway, I picked up Lord of the Rings Extended Edition for thirty dollars. When it was cool. regularly priced for like 120 something. I was like, yep, I don't want to, but I'm have to buy it. It's like, I've been looking for this deal for a long time. <laughs> that and was a great deal. I can't wait. Yeah, it was a ridiculous deal. I'm like, I can't wait till it gets here tomorrow. Or today, actually. No, mail doesn't run today. Friday. Yeah, I can get tomorrow when I have to go back to work and deal with people. ha <laughs> ha. Uh, but then I'll get home day. and then I'll watch no every movie and then I'll die. Because <laughs> that would be twelve Monday. hours worth of video. Sorry, I'm drinking. And not order too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh man, I've already bought that and I can't wait for that movie, movies to come. But just watch Hobbit two up? till till time being. It's oh, so good. God no. <laughs> I will not watch The Hobbit until the Hobbit Extended Edition comes out. Why? You they, need a, they need a Hobbit Cut Down Edition. Alright. Oh, you know, they, they released the Desolation of Smog Extended Edition. It's like 20 more minutes of unseen footage. 
was like, what? <laughs> These movies are like an hour too long already. I don't need an extra like, 20, 30 minutes. No, but yeah, that was my deal from the get-go. It's like, I'm not buying a... I'm not, I wasn't going to buy The Hobbit. I was, Unexpected Journey. I'm not going to buy Desolation of Smog. I won't buy... I, I won't even buy the Journey Home until the extended edition Blu-ray combo comes out. And uh, I, I won't buy him. Period, because I still haven't watched. This. I I couldn't even finish the second one. Oh, the second one got good, like near the end. But yeah, yeah, near the end. Uh, that's two hours into the fucking movie. <laughs> but hey, that means the third one should be fantastic. It's probably not. <laughs> it's basically good. Hey, it's basically going to be Battle of Helm's Deep. I read the book like five times. I'm good. All right, never mind then. <laughs> Everybody dies. Nope. <laughs> Why know that? Like two two people die. Bilbo Baggins survives. No shit. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> all you need to do for like listening or like even watching that Hobbit movie, all you need to do if you really want your Hobbit fix, go on to YouTube and watch that music video by Leonard Nimoy singing about Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking that up after the show. <laughs> oh, you're gonna love that. It's basically a 1960s like music video or something like that with uh, Leonard Nimoy almost dressed up like Spock and stuff like that with provocative like 1960s girls. Oh god, I need that in my life. Uh, Leonard Nimoy. All right, how are we doing on time right here? Oh, we're actually doing pretty decently, it looks like. Um, we're done decently. So it's 12:20 right now. We should have been started and finished a longer time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys just want to wrap it up right now? Wrap. Wrapped up like like dicks. We're gonna use condoms. <laughs> we can wrap it up like your knuckle, my knuckle, in my face. Anyway, what? The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got you thinking there. End it now. You've already killed it. <laughs> I don't understand what happens. Oh, just me had a Freudian slip again. Anyway, was... time to go into my wrestler of the week, and this week is gonna be. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yes! Fitting. That's of actually course. really fitting. Well, it, yeah, it's really, no, really it's, fitting. Have so. you already done Sting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done Sting. You've already done Sting. Okay. I've already done Sting. I, yeah, I don't know if I've done it Dolph Ziggler, though, but I wanted to bring up Dolph Ziggler he, for the wrestler. He's here to show the world. Oh, he showed the world, all right. <laughs> oh, God. He said he did exactly what he said he was going to do at the end of the, during that little promo. Like oh, I will, exactly. I will not stop until until we win, and he did exactly that, <laughs> <laughs> which is really hilarious in a way because uh, you know how the WWE always like gives like uh, Ziggler the short end of the stick when it comes to actual like uh, build up to certain things. I mean, yeah, he's been a world heavyweight champion twice. He's been an inter- he's been an intercontinental champion, I believe, five times. U.S. champion three times. Let's see. I'm not too sure if he's ever been a tag champion. Or no. Not. Well, no, yeah, he was but, when uh, he was with the Spirit Squad, if you want to count that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Technically. Technically he is, though, but yet... Uh, he was Nicky. Despite, despite all that, though, he really hasn't had a really meaningful push as a main eventer, really. 
But uh, with the Survivor Series thing, you know, being the whole swerving thing as it was in that last match, I mean, it literally had me on the edge of my seat, right? Because, for yes. one, I highly expected the outcome where it's like John Cena by himself facing off against all the authority members, you know. I thought it was funny with Mark Henry. It's like Mark Henry just runs towards the big <laughs> show and just gets punched <laughs> in the face. That was, that was the funniest funny. troll moment I've ever seen in a wrestling thing. It's like, all, they're just pumping up Mark Henry. Yeah, you got this. You got this. He's like, he just goes over motions to the, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. All of a sudden, he runs to the big show and just knocks him out in one punch. That was great. <laughs> Did you expect oh. the big show's betrayal? Um, honestly, no, I didn't. No, and I at the same time, I didn't really give a shit because they, they've turned big show so, so many times. Fun fact about big show. He has turned heel and face 21 times in uh, his 15 years there. Is that including... Oh, you're just talking about WWE? Yes, just WWE. Dang. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know he was uh, <laughs> face with, when he was tag teaming with Kane. Yep. He was heel when he was in the ECW. Yeah. He was... Don't even try to keep track. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He... Then during last year or something like that, he had that uh, crazy-ass little like uh, face... Dealy and stuff where he was being used by the authority or something like that, where they actually had him cry on TV and like uh, that that infamous promo or something like that, where he's like, "Yeah, Triple H, like, he clenches his fist, like I'm gonna punch him." Yeah, I was there for that one actually. <laughs> that was in Des Moines. So. <laughs> that was actually pretty damn funny because the look on his face is like, "Oh my god." <laughs> anyway, anyway, back anyway, to Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that Survivor Series matchup it basically went like. Uh, it basically went like this, you know, obviously Mark Henry getting taken out, and then, like, uh, Dolph Ziggler actually took out technically four people from mm-hmm. the side of, like, uh, the the enemy, like, uh, the authority stuff. He actually had Rusev count himself out, pretty much, because he moved out of the way of when uh, Rusev was going to jump from one announced stable to another, which yep. is like, okay, okay, that's a good touch. Mm-hmm. That way it proved, that way it saves Rusev. From being like a pinfall or something to being beaten. Yep. So he's undefeated. Yeah. So pretty much he's going to be fed to Cena sooner or later down the line. That's what <laughs> what I'm expecting. It's like yeah, you're you have a unbeaten streak. Congratulations, you're going to get beaten by Cena in a year. So I'm still holding out. Maybe they'll do it against like Roman Reigns. Somebody needs like someone up. Oh, and for God's sakes, yes. I mean, for God's sakes, they don't need Cena to get another. Notch Cena doesn't need anything. There. Like Cena can lose for a year straight and still have his top fucking... guy. That's very true. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many matches that Cena is going to lose or something. He's already well established inside that business, anyway. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, it's like it. It was after Big Show's betrayal and stuff like that, where you see like uh, like Dolph Ziggler just alone by himself and stuff like that against uh, Kane, Seth Rollins, and Luke Harper and stuff. Where hell, man, I, I thought right then and there, okay, they're just gonna do the heel finish and stuff. They're just gonna do a finisher move or something on Dolph and then just pin him for the three count. And uh, it didn't turn out that way. As a matter of fact, it went the opposite. Where they could not stop Ziggler at all. They could not like uh, pin him for the three count. They made it made Ziggler look really strong in aspect, even like in opposed to say Seth Rollins, who's supposed to be is getting bred to be this future main eventer and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, my yeah, one of my more favorite parts about that was he takes out Kane, he takes out Luke Harper and stuff with a zigzag, and then when he is facing off against Seth Rollins and stuff, Rollins is doing his absolute damnedest to try to to like just basically you know just uh, work him over or something like that in order to try to 
score the pinfall or something like that. And they had some good choreographed moves, obviously. The buckle bomb and stuff like that by uh, Seth Rollins. That's always sick to see because yeah. you know, he just he just tosses dudes like right inside there. Like they have to land it just right so they don't just jerk their head back or some of the whiplash. But uh I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of cheesier some seeing Triple H just trying to uh go in and interfere. Not gonna have <laughs> like, referees. <laughs> and you know, beating up half the referees and just takes in the one corrupt referee that he had and stuff. Then it's like one of the more epic moments of that whole pay-per-view. It's like we all knew that Sting had signed a contract with WWE, and we even knew he was going to be appearing sometime. Yeah. But it was really surprising that they made him appear there at Survivor Series. Yeah. It was really surprising. Yeah. Unfortunately, the rumor kind of came out. Like, there's a rumor, like, Sunday morning, the day of the show, that uh, he would be there. And then, like... um, yeah, I mean, it's a free. It was a free show. They want to do something big to hook the hook the uh, people that got the free month. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Then that's basically what this whole pay per view was pretty much about was trying to set it up to see, hey, look what you're missing and stuff if you don't subscribe to the WWE Network. And then once you do, you're subjected to terrible like endings of pay per views and all this other shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's month month to month. You can cancel anytime. So. But I was I was just really just like in shock, kind of like because you know you see Sting, he's walking to the ring, like uh, he doesn't have his baseball bat in tow. No, basically he just goes in like not a wrestling type of uh, stunt. Just uh, beats Triple H a little bit, that gives him the Scorpion Death Drop, and just switches the pinfall to uh, yeah. After Ziggler Seth Rollins had like a five minute long pin uh, cover. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no referees or anything. That was just hilarious. Yeah, but uh, great show. Yeah, it was a great ending to that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole aspect of the wrestling on that pay per view was okay. I thought, mm-hmm. but uh, the main event was, was great, good. though. The main event was good. I thought, but uh, anyway, with Dolph Ziggler, he does a zigzag. He does his famouser, which he had a sick famouser that he did on Seth Rollins. I think in that match too. I mean, it almost looked like he was going to miss the front part of like. Uh, his head or something like that, but uh, the way he sold that move and stuff when he went into it, that was just uh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, wrestling fans if for who like actually follow Dolph Ziggler or something like that, that dude sells like crazy. You know, moves that uh, like Jagger, yeah, <laughs> moves like Jagger. <laughs> but yeah, he's one of the better workers. Him and Rollins have a good chemistry with one another. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, more than likely, we're probably going to see some sort of feud between the two, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah, that's the Wrestler of the Week, Dolph Ziggler. So, Jake, do you have a random trivia of the week? Uh, no, I'm looking and it's pretty... I can't find anything worth spectacular right now. Alright, no problem. Well, on Facebook, you can follow our Facebook group, Generation Gaming... We are Gen underscore Games on Twitter. Obviously, let's see. Generation Gaming on YouTube, or is that... Uh... Gen Gaming Net. Yeah. Oh, it's just Gen Gaming Net. Okay, so or it's just the same... Gen Gaming Net or Generation Gaming Net. I don't remember off the top of my head right now. Hmm. Okay, so... It's probably Gen Gaming Net or something like that, like it is on Twitch, it looks like. 
But yes, feel free to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, stuff like that. Because we would definitely love the support by you guys. And we're trying our damnedest to try to get some uh, content on our sites, pretty much. Like, uh, Knuckles, you did have like, a Grand Theft Auto video that you just uploaded, which uh, we were cracking jokes about before the show started. Because <laughs> uh, he's an asshole. That, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. Like, there's a real part of that that's actually fucked up. And it's... I put actually a warning in it, too. <laughs> warning, not for the squeamish. <laughs> yeah, it's All like, right. it cuts, like, the warning screen right before the scene's about to happen, too, so. Oh, God. Oh, like, play, 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 cut. Like, it's like, fade to black, warning screen, fade back to the end game. <laughs> Well, at least you have the warning there right then and of itself, so no person just ran and stumbles on it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's about a five, five second long warning, too, so. It's five, six seconds. It's pretty. It gives you time to stop the video if you don't want to watch it. Yeah, so if you if you do not like intense violent scenes, or if you're under the age and don't really. Well, if you're under the age, you want to watch violence. <laughs> well, of course, of course. That's how what young little boys do, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's kind of weird. I don't know what well, young little boys do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying from like examples from my childhood and stuff like that that I I watched violent scenes and stuff like that as a kid, as what I think some of us have as well. Let's just say a lot, a lot of men on fire, and it is it's brutal. It, it really did. Jake's an asshole. <laughs> okay, now with that in mind, that pretty much concludes episode 75 of Generation Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Tyler. And I've been Jake. Yeah. GG, everyone. GG, oh, everyone. And happy Thanksgiving. You don't steal my shit. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay, <laughs> 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 motherfucker. Bye.